co-op, man. Not enough liquor. All right, man. We back at the Million Dollar Family Podcast. <clears throat> Shit. <laughs> Woo, shit I'm high as hell Turn that up You oh. snort that pure <laughs> Cocaine <laughs> I seen that shit on your nose This all the act We was hella melatonin It's like a good It's all the act for y'all We don't really want to be here We all tired as fuck <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> so what if it's just waking up? <laughs> <laughs> or ass better have all that. I'm still facts. tired. I'm still no, tired. no, no. You got a nap in. I'm yeah. celebrating National Cognac Day. I'm up. Well, <laughs> that's every day. When for you. aren't you up? <laughs> right. He always celebrate that. Man, let's get it turned up there, man. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Family Podcast. We in here tonight. It's just us. You know the fact. Well, it is the fabulous just four, me. but we got an extra. We got an extra guest in here tonight. Um, so we're going to go around the room tonight and kind of talk about ourselves and kind of introduce y'all to who we are as people, um, kind of what we do, how we got into the podcast and kind of like where we want to see it go from there. Um, so yeah, I am your host Reese. And then to my right, I have my man, it's your boy Dave back at it again. What's up, man? It's Keys. How's what's happening? <laughs> hey, man, Slim, do Here not start. Do not start. I thought he was trying to mumble yes, King Slim. I'm like, what? <laughs> nah. This nigga trying to steal my name. Trying to steal this nigga intro. <laughs> Hold up. And it's King Slim TV, man, the king of Dusa. It's Hello. what? <laughs> yeah, nigga, you heard me. I say it loud and clear. King, stop it. No, Sally. The bully. <laughs> Always gonna keep doing that. Good, because I don't know, know what else to say but my name. So <laughs> yeah, we gotta come. We, we gotta come up with an intro for you. We do. We do. It's, it's, Every time I feel so dry. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Shelly. I'm she here. The, don't, don't let that fool you. Gang member. So yeah, um, let's. Uh, I guess I can start off. I like y'all. You know, I usually don't start off. You know, everybody be complaining about me going last and shit. So I'll go first. Um, uh, we. You know, I guess I can start from. You know how I started with Slim and everything. Well, so me and Slim known each other since high school. Uh, me, Slim, and Chester have been kind of like you know, running around since school park days. Uh, that's kind of where the Million Dollar Family thing started. Uh, it's also where we met our brother Tevin. But the Million Dollar Family thing was kind of like a group. And Steph, and Steph. I, I'm sorry, Steph. Damn. Shout out to Steph. He's actually on the. Uh, he's actually our intro for the uh, podcast. So big shout out to Steph. Appreciate you, brother. Um, but. That's uh, kind of where the Million Dollar Family thing started. Uh, Slim thought it up. It was a kind of a thing where we were a group and we were kind of saying, like, we were going to pretty much, you know, run run shit. Like, we, no matter what, we're going to focus on being at the top of whatever we do. So we took that, we adopted that, and we've kept it going all the way up till now to the point where actually all three of us have it tatted on us. So it it's something that we embody, something that we try to push and like I, like I said, we're going to go up, try to be the uh, top at everything we do. Um, Damn, guess Shelly, we up next. We got to get tatted. We get tatted. Got to brand ourselves the brand. <laughs> Damn, I got the smallest one. I was first. I didn't even know y'all had it. Where's that? That's crazy. Oh, it is there. And where's yours, Reese? Right here. Hmm. Hold on, was I there when you got that shit? At Ricky's? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. No, no, no. I wasn't at Ricky's. I got it. Uh, my bad. I'm fucking high. I got it at uh, Boski's. Shout out to Boski. Yeah, that's my nigga. He 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 gave me that tat. Honestly, that was probably the easiest tat I ever had. But um, yeah, that's kind of how that million dollar family thing got adopted, and uh, how we kind of made that. That's one of the reasons we made it the title because I felt like it's something that me, Slim, and Chester, you know, Tevin and Steph, we've all worked on. It's something that I've you know we've adopted David and Shelly into. Um, it looks like Keese is getting adopted into still, but he he got to pay a fee to get in. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga realized hey, that cover charge. That nigga, nigga? Is, he got a membership fee. <laughs> That's wild. That nigga paid cover charge to get out. Hey, man. He got to pay to play, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's hell funny. He definitely makes you pay to get into investment groups. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's hella funny, though. But this podcast thing, um, it's something that we've been talking about, honestly, for years. Like, we've always felt like we could have a roundtable where we sit and talk about just social issues or just the issues that, like, surround our group of friends. Because, you know, well, there's this thing that, you know, Slim and Slim, Dez, and Carl have, like, this, like, I don't even know what to call it, social yeah. gathering <laughs> called Church. the tab. The tab. Church. The tabernacle. The tabernacle. Um, you know, they've adopted this thing called the tab. And when we're there, you know, when the nights start to slow down, we start to have these discussions. And these discussions usually turn into really philosophical conversations. So it was always like, oh, why don't we start a podcast? Like, even when it's just four of us in there, it turns into really deep conversations. So it's like, oh, we should start a podcast. We should talk about this. We should let people hear this. So I was just like, you know, let's do this. Let's get into it. You know, and that's when, you know, I reached out to David, you know, and I was like, hey, David, you know, which is one of my longtime friends. I've actually known David since middle school. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> since middle school, we both went to Claremont together. So he's real sandbox. Um, but, yeah, I reached out to him and I was like, Dave, like, you know, I need some, you know, I need another host. Oh, uh, do you want to do this podcast? You know, and my man jumped right on it. Quick. Yeah, so always wanted to be in podcasts. This my he 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 just gave me avenues to get to it. Oh, I didn't know how to get into it. I wanted to get into it. I watched it. I watched it all the time. I had a few shows I watched. So, what did you watch? Um, Joe Budden, um, Rory Amal, um, Million Dollars Worth of Game, um, fuck, um, Earn Your Leisure, uh, Nineteen Keys show. Uh, it's a few of them. Um, all of, um, all the smoke with Matt Barnes and Stephen Stephen Jackson. That's Everybody smoke. make some noise. <laughs> oh, jam that, that go crazy. Depending on who they are, because that shit get annoying oh, when they be drunk all the time. So all the smoke, right? Man. I was watching all the smoke. Oh, yeah, I need this. I was watching all the smoke <laughs> yesterday, right? Stupid. And they got the game on there, and they had the game talking about how he used to hoop with BD and all this shit. They went to like a five minute segment talking about this nigga Ray Young, bro. <laughs> had this nigga Ray on camera and everything. I said, "Look at blood, bro. This is hilarious." <laughs> Oh, it was like Ray was really one of them niggas. He was. They used to call him NBA Ray in high school. <laughs> this shit's so hey, terrible. That's wild. Niggas, I don't know what y'all niggas, talking about, but that's wild. Niggas used to really have nicknames like that, bro. Young with the St. Joseph, my brother. Mm-hmm. Got you. Wait, what class? <laughs> nah, I, I, hey, I'm like, Think about some old niggas, nigga. That nigga Adrian, like 60 now, nigga. Nigga, nigga, he at least 50. <laughs> you talking about like around like oh, oh two, oh three and shit, right around that time. I graduated in oh eight. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. long ass time ago. <laughs> I, it was thirty. We was in high school. <laughs> but yeah, um, really. mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I uh, you know, my regular job is I'm a uh, I'm a property manager or I guess portfolio manager. Uh, I oversee uh, a group of buildings. I'm trying to get my real estate license. Hopefully, I get into that soon. And yeah, I've you know I adopted this podcast. I went into this podcast trying to get my friends involved because I feel like we got something fucking important to say. So, facts. All right, but it's your boy Dave. You know, feel me. Fresh from North Oakland. Anybody who know me know that. <laughs> People, I've known Reese, like he said, nigga, since the seventh grade, Miss Jackson class from a fucking school project, my nigga. We got cool. <sighs> Shout out man. to my dad for that school project, for that <laughs> school. We went up that bitch, nigga did probably 10 minutes worth of work, and we was hooping for the rest of the time. <laughs> His dad finished the project. I think we ain't, we ain't we in the A or B. We just read the shit off the cue cards, nigga, like we were supposed to. Thanks. Got the grades. <laughs> Stayed eligible. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of the game before. Facts. Stay eligible. Met Reese in the seventh grade. Been cool ever since. Met Slim through Reese when we hit college. This nigga took me to one of the, the funniest burnt missions. Niggas always to, what was it, Fairfield? Fairfield. Damn, that I forgot shit. about that. <laughs> Fuck. That, that shit was wild. God. That shit was, was trash. <laughs> What was her name? I think her name was Francesca. Fuck you. That shit was weak. (laughs) The party was weak. Then we all cut. The party literally all cut in unison, niggas, to try to go find another spot, nigga, that got shut down when we all pulled up like 10 cars deep just to turn around back to go back to the same house. That was the first time going on a mission with Slim. That was the funniest fucking time in life, bro. That party was hella drunk. <laughs> he <laughs> pulled up in that truck, too. Man, floating that bitch all the way down there. But you feel me? And, uh, I met Keith same time in uh, Al- College Alameda. You feel me? The lounge, College Alameda lounge. Think it's legendary shit happening in that lounge. You can get roasted. Might get your ass whooped. <laughs> Damn, you might hey, get some Many and niggas got that. Many and niggas got their ass beat that lounge. <laughs> Out of nowhere, too. You just Out be sitting there and you be like, oh, goddamn. <laughs> Getting took off on, nigga. Imagine it on a college campus at the lounge in the open area. But that's yeah. another story for another, another day. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, born and raised in Oakland, California, North Oakland to be exact, Bushrod Park. Um, you ain't got a gangbang on us, bro. You said that shit twice. I'm from North Oakland, bro. You ain't got a gangbang. Nah, I just, I'm just saying, just giving background. So, you know, crazy. But, you know, for the most part, job-wise, you feel me? I work at a, at a refinery. I'm not going to say the name of it, but pretty much I'm pretty much a head of, head of my department. And for the most part, outside of that, you know, full-time dad. Anybody knows me. If I'm not doing anything else, you see me with my son, always. That's like my number one priority, my best friend in the world. So... You know, that's pretty much my story for the most part. Reese blessed me with a chance to get on that podcast. So I'm just taking the opportunity and hoping we can push this shit forward. Slim? Where I'm supposed to start at again? Um, start, where you, start where you feel, bro. Well, shit, shit, nigga, you already told my story. Who are you? Hey, man, well, tell your story from the your side. Ohio. It was nigga <laughs> in Ohio. <laughs> Born and raised in Canton, Ohio. Like um, home of football, niggas. Yeah. <laughs> football God. Hall of Fame. Baby Jim Brown. Brown. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a football Hall of Fame. We got, we got and some, some niggas from Canton. And some wheat fields, nigga. Yeah, shout out to everybody from Canton. Shout, shout out to the wheat fields. Y'all niggas got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I got sent to Oakland. Never, never thought about moving back. I'm just going back. Not going back. I didn't got it. One little fight. <laughs> <laughs> 
I definitely got suspended for a minute. Got to sit down here. Come back to the dog pound. Nope. Yeah. Nah. Um, not a brown no more. Yeah, y'all heard my stories how I met these two niggas. Um, I fought Bow Wow and have to come out here. Keep Ohio. I guess I'm going to say I met Shelly. I met Shelly because the homegirl Seeker brought her to the house. Shout out to Seeker. That's how I met Shelly. Um, I walked past her with some gray sweats on and Shelly been tripping ever since. <laughs> ever since. Ever since. Um, I'm just a full-time dot connector. <laughs> That's my job. Hey, real talk facts. My nigga, my nigga handed me the keys yeah, to the lab. He had a podcast room. I'm trying to get somebody to come do something in this thing. So Reese finally pulled up and brought the squad. Got the rapping. That's how it happened. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Shelly. Um, All right, next. Ooh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> What did I do to you? God damn. God damn, nigga. Look, it just killed me. No, um, I'm from Vallejo. I grew up in Baltimore. And then around the time I moved back out here is when I met Slim. Dude. <laughs> I don't say it like that. <laughs> no, the other day I said shoe. My son was like, "What the fuck are you saying?" And I said shoe. <laughs> I can't help it, <laughs> bro. That that East Coast oh Southern God. slang that that shit get mixed with is wild. My nigga, y'all say some words. That East Coast, man, that's a Baltimore slang, man. Nah, East Coast, me South. That's that's how they it is. Country, it's literally it's country. You got the DMV. That's like literally they're in the middle. Oh, that's what DMV stands yeah, for. Yeah, DC, Maryland, Virginia. Oh God. Uh, so you got the East Coast shit, but today you got the South. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? There's a lot of niggas I don't know what that means. For real? Yeah, like a lot of shit. niggas out here ask me what that means. And I tell them. But I mean, you on the side of the world. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess. I don't know. Well, I guess I, we knew it through music. So I fuck with, like, my cousin put me on Go-Go and all that shit back in the day. So I guess I always I knew what, I always knew what DMV was. So I'm like, mm. I got that. I don't be paying no attention. Wally, Wally. The DMV is like the Bay version of over there, cause like everything is right there and hella close and shit. Like when I was in Baltimore, it was like forty five minutes to get to DC and shit. Like it's just the Bay version of the East Coast. Gotcha. DC, PG County. What's up, girlies? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. That's crazy. But yeah, I met Reese and Slim when I first came back, and then like Slim said, had some gray slip pants on, and. Yeah, I always felt like I had something to say, and then I see them through podcasts, and I kept saying I want to come because I got some shit to say. Um, she ain't seen me in gray sweatpants yet. If I did, I would let you know how I'm <laughs> feeling about it because I don't have no problem. <laughs> Everybody gets sexualized around me, and I'm grabbing nipples. Hey, yeah, she for sure out of pocket. She gonna get sued. Told you. On the real. Right. Me and David already Document got a lawsuit. <laughs> soon, soon we got a, doc- we got a documentary shit, coming out called Surviving Shelly. They're trying to get me for my check. I'm, uh, I go to school to be a plastic surgeon right now. I just got my second psychology degree, so I'm getting ready to go to med school now. Enjoy it while it lasts. Soon as, one of you, soon as you fix one of these little 16-year-olds Facts. up, nigga, y'all blow up enjoy, and she blow up enjoy and that, Enjoy that Dr. Hood while it lasts, goddammit. <laughs> All these sexual harassments, man. It's, it's a and gang of niggas, too. Finna hit it with them bills. Finna hit it with them Bill Cosby lawsuits. talking about she touched me. I finna hit it with them Bill Cosby lawsuits. 30 years ago, she put her hands on me. It's a gang of niggas, too, that'll come up. Hold on, what did that nigga say to her? What did that nigga say to her? I do not. What did he say? What did, damn, what did he say to her? We just listened to that shit today. 
He said, you're coming at me really aggressive right now. <laughs> I, I was messing with somebody and we got into an argument. And I had him pressed up against the wall. He was like, you're acting really aggressive right now and I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I still don't understand as a grown ass man, how do you let a woman? Back you into a I'm like 5'1 one at that So Facts I was like bro I'd be like Motherfucker you But I'd be ready for that I'd be ready for somebody To punch me like What's up No you literally be just, You literally <laughs> be Walking into my chest Like nigga Trying to do something Like I wouldn't be budging Like you not about to I'm gonna give you I'm gonna make you work for it Though like Yeah you go whoop me For sure I'm 5'1 But I'm gonna make you work for it as soon as you go with that, they're going to put in that little strength I'm like Mm-mm. But I'm not it's one of them bitches That be like starting shit And be like Oh he hit me No I ain't you gonna do all that. Back? I'm see, I'm swinging back for sure. That's crazy. That's that's wild. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a hell of an introduction for Shelly the bully. <laughs> <laughs> Good God! I mean, that's a little piece of us, and I didn't take too long, man. That was easy. Shit. <laughs> Good God. Oh fuck him. He not he not a host. That nigga's an honorary <laughs> member. I told you, you gotta pay a membership fee. That's crazy. God, man. Fuck your membership. You're not paying shit. Nah, go ahead, Keys. I'm fucking with you, bro. Go ahead. Tell them the story, bro. Since everybody knows. No. <laughs> no. Discouraged now. No. 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 Hey, how I met Keys was wild. Let me tell you about this nigga. So, All right. We met in fourth grade. <laughs> moved from the east. Moved to break with my pops. Went to elementary school with this nigga. Moved to fourth grade. You know. Ended up going to college. Seeing that nigga again. And this nigga, David. Then I guess uh um, skipping details. Maurice, right? this nigga Slint was tagging along, so I guess he cool. So you know, <laughs> he's, skipping, you know he's, so, skipping, he's skipping a whole so bunch of shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's me. I'm Keith. I'm I here was tagging that ass in paintball. Uh, he's about to say, tag he's along. He's, that's crazy. And my little cousin popped shit. your ass and David had my back, so it's all Man. good. Hey, hey, yeah, nigga, so that's all up in there. My birthday was hella fun. Well, for our birthday, David was too busy. Yeah, David was too busy shooting nigga. niggas on the sideline. Oh, I popped chest in his from <laughs> fifty yards away <laughs> on the sideline. Hey, niggas ain't cool, bro. Like, and hey, the, the rule is, if a nigga gets shot point. and he put his hands in there with the gun, you probably supposed to shoot him, bro. He walking out the field. You niggas ain't shit. Y'all oh, clapping, bro. Oh, you feel that, You feel? Oh, as soon as they said that, y'all some bitch ass niggas. Gun in the air and walk off the field, motherfucker. I'm running off this I'm walking off, bro. And you niggas hit me so much, I threw the gun like, bitch, stop, nigga. I'm getting off, bro. Like, fuck. You grabbed the mic. Don't get on here and lie. You got your shit popped too. So hey, the nigga Slim who been drinking all day that day convinced us facts to take off our fucking jack, all our protective shit, nigga, to go and get hit for, for the like last, last round. round. <laughs> nigga, we all first of all we all had to be drunk with this nigga because it's all like. Nigga, fuck it, nigga. Ain't ain't no bitches, nigga. Go ahead. Hell yeah. Nigga, that end of that match, we was all like, God, Bruh, I did. The guy had like so many marks on my body. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this nigga, nigga. Slim didn't feel not a damn thing. Nigga, nigga it was straight. Do say he felt it the pizza. next day for sure. <laughs> like, ooh, what happened? It got popped, nigga. And barbecue, nigga. That shit was crazy. That was hella fun, though. Was all right, well, that's Keith's introduction. What's that? <laughs> that's hella fun. Fuck Slim, <laughs> I was going to I had to wait Because I knew he was going to say something Alright man So I guess we could dive into the topic for tonight After all those introductions That's us in a nutshell I uh, hope y'all uh, enjoyed the little piece of us That we just gave y'all uh, But tonight we're going to talk about You know relationships You know right now How do y'all feel about relationships You know are y'all ready for relationships Are you not ready for relationships Why or why not 
you know, what are some things that, you know, you want to prepare yourself for to be in a relationship? Uh, or, okay, Wayne, you had to cut, you know. Right. <laughs> and it pouring on the mic. The I was just saying, I where's my lighter at? I'm looking at the lighter yeah, flick of this bitch. Go <laughs> I don't want you here anyway, I'm nigga. Finna go, I'm going to go make beats or something. <laughs> <laughs> you need to, pra- you need to practice. But yeah, um, I guess uh, go ahead. I went first last time, man. Fuck y'all. Go ahead. <laughs> no, nigga, go first. You the host, nigga. That nigga crazy. So, all right, I'll go. So, um, as of right now, I wouldn't say I am. For the most part, just give y'all some, you know, back history right now. I just got out of a relationship, like an 11-year relationship, breaking up my my son's mother, my ex-fiance. So, right now, this shit is foggy. So, for me personally, if it's not her, you bitches don't matter to me. <laughs> it's like, I'm not focusing on y'all. I don't have time for y'all. I don't want to know y'all. I don't want to get to know you. I don't want to know your mama. I don't want to know shit about you. Best thing you can possibly do is leave me some pussy, and that's it. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, some throat. It. And some throat. Facts. Even then, nigga, I'm like, I don't know. Just that's about it. Even then, I really don't even really want that. Cause right now, throat been so mid in 2020. <laughs> Bro, thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one that's thinking that. I'm like, eh, that head game is kind of trash lately. Right, head game is kind of trash lately. Probably since COVID hit for real, for real. Yeah. Hey, I ain't know what. Great. I ain't even think about that. You know, they had all that time where they wasn't sucking dick and they lost the skills. Yeah, you lose it. Bitch, you lose it, you lose it, goddamn. See how this, how this shit just switched. Real quick. Hell But for the most part, me personally, like I said, like, as of not, right mm-hmm. now, nah. At this point, I need to get some shit in order. Get, some, get my life in order, finances in order, certain future plans for myself in order. So right now, I just got to get my mind straight. But... Like I said, if I want to be in a relationship, it would be with my son's mother, hundred percent. I feel that man. I feel that. Not me, but you know, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Keys. It's on you. <laughs> yeah, but our history is a little bit different. You got to remember, I've been knowing my son's mother since sixth grade. I don't want to talk about her on this podcast. <laughs> so I know. I'm just saying. Hey, I was going to have him die deeper. I, I ain't want to get that far. I said what I said about her. <laughs> <laughs> like, my niggas is vicious. This nigga stupid, but go ahead. I said what I said. Oh, you talking about your shit from the last? <laughs> <laughs> and a long story short, nigga, we all told this nigga no. He didn't believe. Hey, this. hey, hey! hey. <laughs> didn't nobody ask you for any of that information? <laughs> <laughs> no, explain, explain. I missed the last one. Explain. Nobody no, asked you for any of that information. It's your turn. That's crazy. You, so go, go you ahead, got Keith. about one more time. <laughs> Fuck. This nigga's about to get his well, remote. Maybe shiver, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? I didn't pay no fee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's go, geese. Uh, shit. I'm Eating his baby sucker. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> shit, I'm chilling, bro. First, first, I'm really focused on myself. Like literally, like I wouldn't mind in a relationship if it came. You feel me? If it's really worth it, whether or not, like, no, man. I'm trying to get myself in the best position I can be. Shit. Other than that, bro, we can kick it. Honestly, I'm just trying to fuck. Like, I'm gonna be honest. With you, bro. I don't <laughs> you care. Go, that's what I want to hear, man. So give me, like, the, give me the honesty, bro. I don't. I'm just man, trying to fuck. I'm like, and, and like, like, on, not on no disrespect. Like, we'll be cool. Like, bro, we go eat, kick it, hit the mall, whatever, chop it up. But like at the end of the day, bro, I'm just trying to fuck, bro. You know, I ain't buying yeah, shit. Let's see. And I'm into some people be cool with that if you tell them that from the get go. Yeah, you feel me? Like, like, not, not on some like I'm just like dog you out type of shit, like, bro, like. 
Yeah, you know, I'll take you out a couple di- shit, a couple dinners and shit. But you know, some fuck burglary yeah. shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a long day. I need, I need, I need, I need some, some head. head. Facts. And yeah, not none of that 2020 Facts. mid either, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 2022 head is trash. I'm just saying. Not that deep be stoking behind the stove weed head. I don't want none of that shit, bro. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you see, I turned to look at you like, hold on, nigga. Like, have you ever had that? Because I don't know what the fuck he's he talking about. He said it like he did. That's why I was like, hold on. Like, but I seen Maurice over there. That's why he ain't got no hair, bro. I learned from that nigga. No, that's why you still have hair. Corner, yeah. like, nigga, I do got two tins on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> nigga said two tins. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not even a whole thing, Two tins. I don't want to look like it's more than it is. Just, I'm just trying to chill. Oh, my God. That nigga good got that hot 40 waiting for her ass, boy. That's how much you pay? For the East Oakland pussy? That's crazy. Oh, you pay by city? <laughs> I was gonna ask you. Damn, they're like, nigga, what's the going rate? Good guy. What's it hitting for? Man. That's wild. What's that deep East Oakland pussy behind the stove here for, Keith? I don't know. You tell me you going there looking like Johnson. You got for two tears, so he been there before, so he know the price. <laughs> Negative, nigga. I'll just hey, man, You ain't gotta be shy, man. But uh, Slim, what's your relationships like? Next. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going in the truck? <laughs> <laughs> gas seven dollars a gallon, bro. This shit is sick. Yeah, gas seven oh nine, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Every time sick. you post your gas here, bro, I'll be sick for you. That nigga dying. Yeah, I put a hundred in, got half a tank. That nigga God dying. Damn. That nigga dying. That nigga crazy. That nigga blue. Really I wanna park that motherfucker. Get you a mobby, nigga. I'm saying. Slim gotta, Slim gotta, Slim gotta make executive decisions when bitches ask him for the, <laughs> to come to come for the pussy. He be like, wait, how far are you? I'm where not you, going where nowhere. Where you live? I'm not going nowhere. Bitch, it is cheaper for you to Uber. <laughs> it is cheaper for you to get here than it is for me to go over there. Facts, yeah, facts, facts. If you didn't come through now, I got a V10. I'm not going nowhere. Man. All right, Shelly, your turn. <laughs> I'm not looking for nothing. Um, I had just got out of a situationship, and then I learned a, a lot from what? it. A situationship. It was a waste of time. That's what it was. Like most of them are. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not even mad about it, though, because I feel like if anything, it just taught me a lot about myself. Like, you got to be real firm about boundaries out here, because if not, nigga go drag you as far as you let him. So now I'm just going through the process of, like, implementing all that I learned from the situation and shit. So I'm not necessarily opposed to a relationship, but if something come and it, like, meet my standards and it makes sense, then all right. But I'm not searching for shit. Some mm. standards that need to be met. <laughs> I've been watching Kevin Samuels all week. I'm on. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm judging here we my go. standards all the Rest time. Rest decent to the Godfather. Fuck that nigga. Always getting judged for my standards. <laughs> Weird part is when niggas name their standards and you look at their track record, I'm like, nigga, that shit never meets up. <laughs> you ever notice that when you talk to certain people, they say, but the you standards. evolve also. That's what I was gonna you say. You evolve my, after my each relationship. Do. Like when my baby evolve, daddy, I would yeah. never look at that nigga today. I shoot for the moon. No, I get that, but I'm just saying though, you keep that way you land among the stars, baby. You look at period. Yeah, from, yeah. From start to finish, wherever they at now, you like nigga. Did you ever push those standards? Yeah, you need to stop. Just don't. They just go. Yeah, yeah, you need to stop fucking with them people. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, I just noticed that when people you know talk them, about their shit, I'm like, those are, you know what those people are? What? Liars. <laughs> yeah. Mine's been pretty consistent. It's just the quality of it there has improved through it time. Has improved. Cuz who cuz the p- type of person you like really isn't going to change too much. Well, I don't have a type. It's just <laughs> no, you have a type. Nah, I mean, my my niggas all look different as fuck. They can look different. And they all do, a type that they you have different careers. That. No, you I have a type. Shit. 
You have a type. What is my type? You like you like Meek Mill looking ass niggas. I love Meek Mill looking ass niggas. See, you like Meek Mill looking ass niggas. They don't be looking like Meek Mill though. But that doesn't necessarily mean a guy you dating has to be. They gonna have. I dated rappers. Everybody rapper, drug dealers, everything. What rapper? None. If but the thing about it is when people people don't understand when they say you have a type, that doesn't mean necessarily you're gonna always date that type of person. What that means is if we set up a lineup of people and you had a decision to choose. On who you would date in that lineup of people, more than likely you would choose your type of person than any other other motherfucking type of people. You just took the time out to see what they all got in common. You, <laughs> you know, yeah, I be, you but I'm just feeling like they all different. They, they all they got not, certain. They have something in common. They might. Not they all look black. Alike. That's the only thing they have That's in common. The fuck? Literally, no, no. I've never dated nobody that wasn't black. I, well, not, I'm fair. not doubting that. Yeah, That's my only type. I doubt that they all don't have. They they all well, have something. Type in common. One. There's something that they all have in common. They can be all. Flashy. You just haven't realized it. They yet. can all be liars. They can all. They're be probably all liars. They're probably all liars. Yeah, for sure. They're all liars. They share something. They're definitely all liars. I'm gonna say that right. Definitely all liars. Like me, if you look at my track record, I date. But see, that's your fault. You like liars, females. Yeah. <laughs> Every chick I'm attracted to damn near has a strong personality female. Yeah, that's like, me. That's I like strong true. females, and then I, I hate, see, and then I, I hate, my, and then I hate confrontation. That shit's stupid as fuck. I see the women in my family, like based off how they act. Damn near, that's some of the girls yeah. I like. They have those characteristics. Those characteristics, yeah. That's how it is. I don't have weak women in my family, so I don't like. That timid Don't shit. Nobody want no weak bitch. Well, timid. I wouldn't say weak. Y'all say that shit till she say timid. no. She go do what she want to do. But no, that's a different. Okay, thing. but see, no, I had to no, evolve in that because I used to get upset about that shit. But I wasn't like in a jealousy upset. It was just like, what the fuck? Like, it wasn't like like you're not listening. It's, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it because I don't ever want like to seem like I don't want to control nobody because mm-hmm. I don't want you to try to control me. So, you know, it's an even playing field in this bitch always. So, but if I'm giving you some type of advice. And I feel like it's right. I want you to listen to me. But I had to also get over that shit because I'm not going to always be correct. Like, even if even if she's wrong, she got to figure that shit out sometimes on her own. Like, you know, mm-hmm. go ahead, figure that shit out on your own. I try to tell you. you know There's certain avenues that, like, you might be better of and more knowledgeable of that I should listen to you because yeah. that's your avenue, you know. But then other things, like... Yeah, she I want to learn them all. Yeah, and I, honestly, I've learned that you know I keep it solid. Women write probably seventy percent of the time. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a hundred. They write seventy percent of the time, and it's not because we wrong. It's just because they're looking at it from a different point of view than we are. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not necessarily because men won't always be a hundred percent wrong. We're just looking at it from a logical point of view, and they're looking at it most of the time from an emotional point of view. So it's not that we're wrong. It's just that the how they put it is better. We should handle it. It's a better way to handle the situation. Uh, but yeah, that's one thing I had to learn because boy, fuck, I hated that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but me with relationships, uh, you a hoe? Maybe. Um, what's today? Saturday? No, only on Tuesdays. Um, but I don't know. I don't really have a. As much as I would like to be in a relationship right now, I don't think I'm emotionally stable for that shit. Like, keep it real, bitches get on my nerves right now. Um. I told these niggas I wasn't gonna get started on this shit. Part of the story, nigga. Part uh, who you are. Nah, so bro. I just don't like. The, I just don't like the fake ass shit that females is. That's the shit that's happening right now, bro. Like it just females are like niggas, and then they try to act like they not. And I don't have a problem with you doing the shit that we do. I don't have a problem with that because we do that shit. Be real with yourself. If you're doing that shit, then you. I'll be real shit. with myself and everybody. Be real with your fucking self. 
You doing that shit, doing that shit. But like I don't like I don't like like seeing like being used. Like you like I don't got time for all that shit. Or you doing shit to me that you know damn well wouldn't you know wouldn't fly if a nigga did that shit to you. Like I don't, like I don't have time for all that shit, bro. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that's half the reason why like I like I don't pay for so many dates over these last couple years from exes to new ones to potentials to maybes and it's like bro like I'm tired I'm tired now like and everybody I dated it wasn't like the dates were bad some of the dates was cool like some of the dates I had fun some of the dates I we vibe it's just I'm not and I realize I'm not ready for that shit like so I, I just don't want yeah since how, I don't want to deal with it right now how do you know when you're ready oh. That's actually a really good question. Um, I don't think you do. I think you just kind of blend and kind of just it go happens. back into regular life, and it just happens. Exactly, it just happens. You you kind of like just fall into another relationship. You don't ever really know when you're because you're not. You're never really ready for change. Period. Yeah. Like you're never ready for change. That's why it's called change. Like so, but you just have to. But what happens is you're you adapt to it. So normally, when you're not ready for it, you don't adapt to when it. When you're more open off. to the shit. That's when you know you're ready. Exactly. When you're more accepting to that person and what they're going exactly. through and their shit, you like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah, when you, when you're ready to change certain <laughs> things about yourself to make it work with that person, you're ready. Yeah. Well, like, like I said, you know, when you when you're not ready for stuff, you know, you you're a little closed off. You know, when it's approaching when you when you're approached with it. So you know, like for us men, our closed offness is, I'm not ready to be in a relationship, but I want to fuck you though. For sure. That's a nigga being closed off. He doesn't want to put any emotions into this shit, but I'm trying to essentially do an emotional activity, which... <laughs> like, it's still good. Like, it's a potential, but, you know. But just to keep me here... That's just what it is. But as a man, when you can step into a... You know, now nah, I wouldn't say relationship, but when you can step into, like, just when you're starting to a quarter woman and without saying that, or just in general, just court a woman without just any of that, just straight conversation. And it doesn't have to be, I'm not trying to have a relationship right now, or you don't have to like set them type of standards. That's when you're ready. When you just vibe and you like, you're like, okay, cool. Like, I'm not worried about none of that shit. Like, I don't have to tell her, like, mm, I don't have to, like, I need space when I do this. Like, no. It's moving how it's supposed it's to. Fluid. It's fluid. Yeah. Natural. Just like a friend, y'all just chilling, y'all just enjoying this company. Y'all just so happily just doing it with each other. Y'all gonna do it more frequently, more frequently. Y'all get that conversation. Like, uh, this is going to something a little bit more. Yeah. So it just happens. Casually. Yeah, vibes are a real thing. I just think people ignore them because yeah. they don't really trust themselves. So it's like, but when you feel that vibe with a person, you need to trust that and believe that. We'll take a little small break because I need the motherfucking smoke. This <laughs> 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 is Million Dollar Family Podcast. Brought to you by Slim Management. Brought to you by King Slim TV and Tiny Tattoos. <laughs> if you want the hoes, you know where to go. <laughs> also brought to you by Terramon and Tequila. King Slim Truck. When you feel feeling rocky, grab some Terramon and Tequila to smooth in your day out. I can be your Martin, you can be my team. I saw love once with this new arena. I swear I ain't never felt like this before. God put you on the minute. I'm speaking with my heart, this ain't in your window. You increase my palate, I hope love continues. I'm so grateful that you're showing me more Out of all that I've ever loved I feel right at home with you If you feels like holiday well, it's really the first of June Out of all that I've ever loved I feel right at home with you If you feels like holidays well, it's really the first of June
The first part, man, we talked about shit that I thought we was going to talk about on the second part. So, man, I kind of was trying to think of something we could talk about on when we were just sitting outside, you feel me, and chopping up with ourselves. But I kind of want to talk about the state of the world, like, you know, how y'all feel about it. You know, what about the, like, the sensitivity, the cancel culture, the Me Too movement, like... The Me Too movement scares the shit the, the, uh, <laughs> the um influence that social media has on everyday life. And like the emotional aspect of everyday life as well, oh, so shit like that. Um, also, I want to welcome in. Uh, we have our special guest with us tonight. Molly back. is back in the building. Hell yeah! How y'all doing? Everybody out there, I know it's Molly be cool. You know, I'm gonna tell the truth in here. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> you know, not real. I'm gonna get in here and tell the truth. I mean, whatever we talking about. So. Blame me. Don't blame them, man. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not responsible for yeah. anything that comes yeah, out of this man's yeah. mouth. Warning. You have been warned. <laughs> Fact, you we have can talk warned. anything but sports. I don't want to do that today. Oh, my God. We, Fact, we, we really talk hey. sports anyway. We'll be here forever with Molly, stop, man. Stop. No, he he, 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 he winding up. He winding up. Just tell your partner, bro. Be cool. We wait until August for that. He winded up. Tell your boy be cool, cause I'm gonna fuck. Tell your boy be cool. Be cool, Molly. Be cool. Stall him out. So we could. Y'all know I'm a bully. Facts, man. That should be crazy. Nigga Viagra on sports. Nah, that nigga Molly's a bully. But nah, for real. Let's uh. So let's start off with the um. Let's start off with the cancel culture. We can go. We could. We can start off slow. So let's start off with the cancel culture. Like. What are your views on the cancel culture? Uh, I guess Molly's right here to my right. We go with Molly first. What are your views on like the cancel culture and today on how and how quick people are to cancel somebody, and then also how quick we are to uncancel somebody at the same time? You know, so I think cancel culture is <laughs> fake, is phony, is not, it's not real. You know what I mean? It's just, I feel like it's just, uh, I feel like it starts on Twitter, is where it starts. And I think it's just, again, we live in a world with social media. It's a microwave world. People have a lot of opinions. So it's usually just a bunch of people tweeting about whatever it is they're upset about. But like like Dave just said, usually it lasts like a week, week and a half. I, I, I don't, I'm trying to think, has anybody really been officially? Uh, R. Kelly. Kells would probably be the closest one, probably. But... And is he really canceled? Because his music still gets played. Yeah. I don't think. It's, it's, I don't think he, he, they took him off a lot of streaming platforms. I believe. Yeah. I, 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 he, I mean, but he, like he said, he's the closest one, definitely, definitely. That shit don't exist, man. We just do that shit for for the time being. Whatever we get mad over, well, take five, right ten minutes, maybe a week, two weeks, nigga. Later, if the nigga come back with a hot single, a good movie, or say something funny, nigga, we right back in these motherfucking graces. That shit, that should be wavered, nigga. It'd be most niggas following the herd of like whoever's pop- popular to do. The popular situation is to hate this person right now, so we gonna hate this person right now. Oh no, the popular reasons to love this person. Oh, we gonna love this person. Oh, Nicki Minaj, we love you. Next minute, niggas, you the most hated motherfucking world. 
I, like the shit is weird. The shit switches, my nigga. This, she I don't know who controls that shit with the her, narrative. Her husband is a child molester. I was gonna say she got a wild story. Her husband is a what? Is a child molester? You didn't know that, bro? I don't be paying none of that shit no more. Nah, it wasn't. It a child molester. He actually raped. He tried to rape. That's what rapist. But I think it was. Shit, girl was like same thing. Shit. I think she was. Well, I don't want to speak on this. But I, I think she might have been like 15, 14. At that time, he was like twenty. So I think, like, like yeah. technically, that's a, a child. None of this, yeah. none of this stuff we're saying is sound knowledge. By the way, just this is all estimates and guesstimates. So we don't, we yeah, don't know. I mean, we can probably Google it. Yeah, we can definitely Google it. None of us are Google. None of us are googling it right I'm now. This, go- I'm playing this golf. This is off the top of the dome. None of us are googling shit. One of us is on Instagram, and the other one's playing golf. <laughs> wow. But uh, back to my point, like, like I said before, like the man's playing golf. In my cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, the shit is fake and phony, my nigga. You cancel who you want to cancel. You want to accept who you want to accept. That's all it is. Shelly, you want some to say? Yeah. You just sitting here to fuck? Let me get a cup. <laughs> I think we live in an overly opinionated world. We're not allowed to have opinions because if we do, we get dragged for them. Facts. That's and that shit is crazy as fuck because, like, it's I your, can't it, say what I want to say without you judging me, but then you allowed to say what you want to say. Like, that shit's just wild. We can't think for ourselves. It's supposed to be like freedom of speech and shit like that, but God forbid I have a fucking opinion. Like, and Twitter be dragging the fuck out of you for saying something. I feel like it's only a certain group of people. And I don't want to really go there, but I'm just going to say it's a certain group of people who can say what the fuck they want. And it's A-OK. Who? Who's the group? Let's do it. Look, <laughs> Molly's in here. <laughs> Who's the group? Talk to him. Let's talk bro, about this. Like, because I'm tired Because of that group, that group get to say a lot, and it's affecting the kids. Like, Who's that, it, Who's that group? Go ahead. Bro, and my words today, Chappelle, it's alphabet people, bro. It's <laughs> the alphabet They just people. had a parade today. You ain't go? Uh, <laughs> Damn, it is pride. I got nothing against you. Bro. Bro. I hate it. Pride, all bro. them niggas like, bro, I'm going to the pride nigga for the bitches. I'm like, bro, you. Hey, <laughs> From what bitches? That shit what? is always weird. Have me, you bro. ever been to a pride? No. no. It's a whole bunch of dicks and shit out. Like, I don't see how you can be going life. for the bitches. And I've never I'm been there, but I always knew. I said, there's going to be a percentage of more niggas naked than there are women. But you niggas choose to go there talking about breasts. You got to have an open mind, bro. Yeah, you see open dick nigga the fuck. Hanging everywhere. You going to see some titties. But more dick than anything. I'm not going. I never felt. Com- I'm not. I remember, not hate. That's how y'all don't live. That's cool. But me personally, nigga, that's not my world. So I don't play it. We grew up when niggas say Period. some wild shit and we laugh at. We grew up nowadays, niggas say some wild shit and it's like, oh my god, this nigga life is just over, bro. Like, man, so, not over. You just in a hot moment for a while. It's no longer staying in your. But community why? You can post something that because your community is now because the, the internet's forever. The internet's not a world. You post something, nigga, now millions of people can it's see It's on shit. there forever. Mm, now, if you forever. said that shit in the hood, nigga, it's going to be t- the same 10 niggas that's, oh, all right, chopping and get on you, whatever. Wow. But now you put that same comment, nigga, now 10 million people. They got 10 million people that might fuck with that thought. Yeah, but and that's... 100,000 niggas who don't. Yeah, but that shelf life short, like y'all said. That shelf life short as hell. Like, the Amber Heard situation is a perfect example. Like I was telling y'all earlier. Yeah, her, her she defamed right now, for sure. She in the doghouse. But give her about two years. She'll be back to doing regular movies like she I never heard of her, no way. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, She'll be back to doing yeah. regular yeah. movies Real like shit. she was I doing. I seen her face. I seen her face. She like, when I see her face, I seen her in something, but I can't, like, just tag it, you know what I mean? Aquaman. That's the only movie you want to know her. I never seen that. But I didn't see that. I fell asleep on that shit. Hold on, but that's the reason why I feel like her career won't go up or go anywhere. It's going to go down because you hit a superstar and you weren't that nowhere near that. Johnny Depp is about to go. His whole shit about to be different now. He gonna be pushing that You narrative. took a shit on no that man's bed, bitch. Is possible first going off, in, first off, gonna fail, I'm nigga. gonna tell you right now, 
Johnny wasn't going nowhere. Regardless, no, Johnny had already that. Johnny had already been through a whole bunch of shit, and they had already Johnny had already been for Johnny is damn near like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> they didn't already forgave this nigga for a whole bunch that of shit he did. Unless he does something he's ten amazing. times worse, he does he's coke, <laughs> bitch, and who don't do coke in that industry <laughs> alone or what? That well, a man of <laughs> a million faces. You can put that nigga in a movie and don't even put his name in it. You wouldn't know he's in there. He is the, he's doing the character that he is well. The, <laughs> he is the uncertified Disney king. I'm just gonna say that right, right. now. Nigga. So, <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. I was here. Pirates of the Caribbean, bro. Right. Come on, she, bro. She really took a shit in his bed. Yeah. yeah. Said it was a practical joke. Wild, so, like, bro. for like a week, I was here. People kept asking, like, "What would you do?" Then lied about it, and then recanted it and said, "I didn't know that's where this was coming from." So it's coming from with him and her, because like, yeah. I be on Clubhouse and shit for a week. And the bodyguard, like, the bodyguard testified. It was like too. rooms, like, what would you do? And I was just, I was weirded out. Like, why would people ask that? Question? Well, yeah. What was the reason to shit on somebody's bed? She said it was a practical joke. What was the joke? I don't know. She's a weird. Ha ha, shit on your bed. Sick. She's <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, what was the, what was the reason? Probably on dope. Probably. Oh, she was definitely on drugs. How do you deal with this situation of not um, being able to speak? Um, do you do you try to censor yourself? Do you do you try to like watch what you say? Uh, out of fear of Twitter, or even, even though we're not celebrities. It's not like we're going to get canceled, but like like she said earlier, people are very opinionated. And when you when you give your opinion or your view on things, you got to think about when you at work. That's I where you got to watch what you say. I personally don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna say what the fuck I want to <laughs> say. What you say? I wouldn't. How do you deal with like speaking and shit and watching what you say? Because everybody's so opinionated. You don't give a fuck either. Yeah, you know, like, I, don't, I don't think none of us give a fuck. For I was real. like, none of the people in this room give a I don't fuck. Be having, I don't be having hella shit to say. They're like, Molly could talk. Molly gonna rub it in. I don't be having that much shit to say. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna say what needs to be said. That's and it. that's it. That's I ain't it. got nothing else. But that's all. all. But sometimes that's all that needs to be said. Like, you know, sometimes you do need to put a little more, more, more information on it. But most of the time, nigga, me personally, like, I, I say what I said. My major thoughts off that, like, as far as like politics or certain like that, certain like edgy things, I keep that shit off the internet because if you post it, they never understand the tone. They just read it in whatever their mindset is, which is how you get these different oh, arguments shit. coming out of nowhere and the fake thoughts and think pieces that come out and even the fake scenarios they made up from some shit that's completely opposite of what you said. <laughs> so I'd rather I... do that in person so you can get the drift of what the fuck I'm saying if I'm speaking in that world or whatever we're talking about. But on the internet, most I'm just talking shit, doing whatever. So it's always gonna be laugh, fun, and games for me. But certain situations, it's not gonna be put there because most motherfuckers will screw or not get the concept of what you're saying. Then you gotta sit there and overwrite and then overthink. Then you got the trolls. Then you got motherfuckers. It's, it's too much. You can get lost in that world. Cause some motherfuckers do be on your post just to fuck around, just to cause shit because it's funny. I don't, I don't have time for that shit. I think people got to understand that we all have different upbringings, different morals, and different point of views and shit. And, like, we just, like, what I think is a fucked up, disrespectful situation, you may not think so. That might be regular to you. So it's like, of course, we're all going to clash. And it don't matter how much y'all all try to drag me, I'm still standing with the fuck I feel because that's what the fuck I come from. And that's what I grew up seeing is okay, not okay. Who want to understand that? Everybody should understand <laughs> that, though. Like I don't want to understand that. Not that you have to, but I, I feel like everybody has fucked to. Up, that my opinion don't mean nothing to you. I don't care. But see, but that's the problem. I'm just saying. No, no, no. But see, but that's the problem is that we don't care. It is the problem. (laughs) We don't care. And I think as Americans, we're taught not to care. And it's not intentional. It's just that we grow up with this mentality that we all got to get our own shit. You feel me? So it's like, 
if if we're all focused on I gotta get mine, I gotta get mine. Why the fuck would I give a fuck about this other person's feelings or how this other motherfucker feels? Like I'm trying to get my shit. Like, well, not necessarily their feelings, but like just telling them that they wrong for their opinion. I don't, give, I shit. don't give a shit about none of that because your opinion, if your opinion is not affecting what I'm doing with my money and my if my situation, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna let you do whatever you do unless you're my friend. Yeah. Unless I personally know you and we have something in there, then yeah, I'm like, all right, now nah, I'm, you know, I, th- I don't think that's right. Like, if Slim did something that I don't think is right, I'm gonna be like, bro, like, yeah, it was funny, ha ha, but yeah, you should have did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's the same with him. Like, if he thinks I'm doing something, yeah, we'll have a laugh about it, but it'll be like, that's fucked up, bro. Like, but after the fact, when nobody's around, I got him full on by his collar. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Don't do it in front of everybody. Like, right. yeah, you as don't do it in front of everybody. You just like, hey, bro, like, to, you ain't supposed to embarrass him. Like, nah, I'm gonna pull you to the side, tell you what it really is. And you gonna listen to you should listen to me because I'm your real nigga. I'm not about to tell you no bullshit, so you should follow suit. Yeah, and when we honestly, like Shelly said, we should have that with everybody. Like, you know, hey, like, dude, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, calm down, bro. Like, some cut that shit don't out. Take to that shit, will some people don't take to no because everybody right. can't take what criticism. They, what they think is authority. That's why I asked that question because for me personally, I, I feel like I'm the only person that really just say whatever. Wherever, whether it's on the internet, in person, church, hospital, I I just speak freely. I, I think most people kind of watch uh, what they say, and it, and I think it's see I'm older. Like when I, when I was growing up, nobody really cared about none of this stuff. People just spoke. Like we live in it. Like stuff we do now that's considered bullying. That was just day to day. It was just regular. And the shit. So roasting cat nigga ready. Yeah. You was getting your ass flamed on block. Man, it's just, it's <laughs> gonna happen, bro. You, but now today that's I was bullying. Home with bullet wounds every day. Nigga, yeah. I was getting my ass beat mentally, nigga. Crazy nigga. I was on nigga's ass. <laughs> bro, I was getting my ass whooped. Niggas used to roast niggas. me on a daily. It was, it was just life, man. You had to be you either, tough. You, you know, ta- you either take it or you whoop somebody ass. What are the Life. I think you got your thick skins. Yeah. Or you or you learned how to fight. What are the facts? Now bullying is so frowned upon. Niggas don't know how to take a joke. And and niggas don't know how to fight. That's why everybody coming to school with all these guns. That's what we don't realize. You don't know how to fight. The difference between us, because our era was the real first. White boys are shooting shit up, though. Yeah, like we, our schools ain't getting shot up. What our our difference is between them and now is that literally we was the first generation with the camera phones. Mm -hmm. So we was the first generation of. Starting viral. <laughs> so now these kids are getting ass. Cyberbullying. It's, it's no longer like the school no, nigga. Right. No, it's niggas all around the world know you got your ass whooped. And that is different, though. And that, that niggas is. don't want yeah. That's scary. Yeah. That's, like, that's no, wild. You didn't, nigga, you didn't win that fight. Nigga. Imagine yeah. flying to New York. And I was like, just, you got no, your ass whooped. Imagine flying overseas and a nigga overseas sees you and starts laughing. And oh, my yeah. fucking God. Right, right. <laughs> Now, nigga, think about it. You got your ass with the hood. Now you got niggas trying you. Now, nigga, you, we got that shit around the world. Now it's like, oh, this nigga pussy. Oh, this nigga, uh, like, I might do something just to do something. You in China, and this nigga and laughing they and pointing your shit over and over. <laughs> now your shit a gift. Now every time I see you knocked out, your shit under there for life. Oh, yeah. like, this nigga did no seven. Yeah. Nigga, Michael like, got, Mike, Mike got three. Like, how you got three? That's crazy. They stickers. Bro, I'm telling you. Bro, you can take that shit but from your iPhone Reese, and put it on. Imagine if you got your ass whooped right now by a 16-year-old. By, on camera. <laughs> nigga. nigga, you know what that would look like. You got a sticker <laughs> me like this, nigga. Like, going God. viral. Nigga, that shit be, that's scary, nigga. 
No, but we had World Star back in the day, nigga. We, y'all remember that? No, yeah, that was, was kind of like where it kind of started at. Yeah, it kind of started as, at, but but again, just the whole concept of going viral, you know. You don't want to go viral. Yeah. You know, ass You don't. Yeah. No. Back, back in the day, viral, getting your ass roasted, nigga. Now you a challenge. Now everybody doing a challenge now on your ass. Yeah, it's deep. That's <laughs> a lot. Damn, that's, that's a lot. hard, nigga. That's a lot. I ain't gonna lie. That's a lot. You know. That's crazy. Like nigga, remember old seven, nigga. <laughs> The Dirty D challenge. <laughs> so do y'all do y'all think that plays a big part? Because I, I did want to talk about this. I, uh, a big part in what? Uh, but because I was going to talk about the school shootings, you know. No, little, nigga, them was white boys. Yeah, we got. Let's talk about. That's the crazy part. We got metal detectors in our schools, but our schools not getting shot at. We trying to make it to and from school. Talk about it, Slim. <laughs> the white boys, the white boys buying they shit legally. Talk about this is deep, but he's saying, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. They oh, listen, he ain't wrong. They buying their shit legally. Our schools got metal detectors, bro. Planning this shit out on the internet on whatever form they want to go on. Telling niggas before they do it. <laughs> Walking up and doing this shit. Come on, bro. Walking up and doing this shit. We went to school. Thank niggas. God, Berkeley High caught her early. Bro, that's Man. a bar, he just, bro. Our schools is metal detector with full security and all this shit. Think yeah, about it, nigga. I was and this shit ain't even going down like that. These things coming through with AKs and shit, killing thirty people. These niggas trying to make it to and from school. But I went to school with niggas with guns, and they never was whipping them bitches out at school. Ain't no need to. Like it was like niggas had it just to get home or try to get to school. Or if they was fucking with that lifestyle, they just had to be ready all the time. But I'm, I'm sorry, this just blew me away. A lot of niggas in the hood, like, <laughs> well, the thing about it shootings, is, but the white yeah. schools get shot up quick. Because what? I think, because the thing about it is, first of all, but, but why they don't have metal detectors on, at gonna, the white school? I'm gonna explain this to y'all. Facts: White people don't understand that the guns aren't for harming people. They're for protection. Mm. They don't understand that. They think the guns are for harming people. It's not harming anything. Even if I'm selling dope, nigga, it's, I'm not, I don't carry this gun so I can rob the next dope dealer, nigga. I carry this shit so I don't get fucking robbed, nigga. Right. Like, that's really what it's about. It ain't about harming anybody. Right. It's not even about stealing or robbing from anybody most of the time. It's about making sure I don't get fucking robbed or I don't get fucking shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? They just shoot motherfuckers for fun? Because when the white boy wasn't in the store and was shooting them people, I'm talking about for us, not them. Yeah, <laughs> but that I'm, the, talking but, about, I'm talking about for us, not them. For but them, for them, it's different. Listen, the niggas can't get gun license because we all done went to jail for something stupid and that got one. probation and can't get no gun legally. But these niggas don't got gun license. They say my man, daddy shit they taking, bro. The white boy. That's, 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 that's true. That's true. Daddy shit they taking, bro. But, but th- they being raised nah, but to honestly, do this shit, bro. You just yeah. don't do this shit. It mat- You're raised to do it. It's a fucking child. Our kids fact, aren't grabbing guns, taking them to school. No, no. It, my, no. my gun is out all the time at home. Like it shouldn't be, but my son knows don't touch it. He's not going to shoot Why nobody with it. But they just raised the legal age limit to buy a firearm. To what? What's the age? Do you know? Uh, I didn't even click on the article. I should have. But it don't make it's a not eighteen anymore. So you can't just now when you're fresh. But no, I mean it does because now you're you fresh. No, because they're taking their parents' guns. Yeah, that's state still, by state so law. it doesn't matter. That's still state by state law. That's true. You it's state by state law. Because niggas forget like. But, they, but once one state does it, real hustle like each state will start. Each state will trickle down. You could build a fucking eighty percent all that shit. Like it don't matter for real. Well, I mean that's what ghost guns are. I mean you can do all that shit. But I'm saying like the the legal age to buy doesn't matter because you can still buy one and build it. You can still take your parents and you can still find one in the street. So it's not like you removing accessibility. 
possibility of it. Them niggas is getting their bread. She right. She right. They getting their bread. Going down to Texas, getting them guns cheaper, bringing them bitches back up here, selling them. You ain't even gotta go to Texas, nigga. Go to a Nevada gun show. We gotta go to Reno, far away. Right to Reno, right. Walk in there and buy whatever the fuck you want. My came back with hella guns. I'm like, hold on. I was like, Arizona quick but then but how do we come the how do we combat, how do we combat that though because then is it is it education do we do we do we educate our kids is it men, is it mental they keep bringing that dumbass power team to the white schools <laughs> 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 niggas breaking bricks talking about don't do drugs teach your kid though how to how to Pretty much what a gun is, how to use one yeah. for protection. My son knows how to know. shoot. I took him to the range and everything. But That's y'all, good. Y'all just sat here and said, you can teach your kid how to properly use weapons. These white kids are raised properly. I was going to say, they teach their kids how so to properly like, use weapons. Not, it's not like that's not, not the issue. I think they need better coping methods. I don't think that's the issue. It's I, coping methods and shit. Them niggas is depressed. You called me names, you bully me, and I'm a pop you. Like, it's just coping say, methods and shit. Because, like, going to go, it's mental health issues, really. They're going to go kill people knowing that the government don't give a fuck. They're not going to go kill. It It, it, it happens with... To, for me, I feel like they go to go kill minorities because it's easier chance to get away with the shit. Well, exactly, bro. Because, bro, like, I'm you gonna just take... don't go shoot somebody and not know you're going to jail. Well, it's something these motherfuckers is getting in jail, bro. Like you just well, a lot of them t- end up killing themselves and stuff like that. They just, yeah, to me, they just weird. Well, let me hold on. Let me tell you. Hold on. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, let me tell you, you a fun. Let me tell you. First. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why you got shit everybody else? Nigga, just pop yourself. Fact, just start. Start there, nigga. Let me tell you the difference between a white hole, a white household. Let me hold on. But let me tell you the difference between a white household and a black household. So, in a black household, you come home from school. If there's something bother you, something's wrong with you. Your mother, you're gonna notice that about your child. Yeah. Even if your child is like, eh, I'm I'm okay, mom. I'm gonna go in my room. No, what's wrong, son? Like you look bothered. Like something is bothering you. Eventually, you're gonna want. You're going to get him to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works in a white household. Mm-hmm. The mom will let it go. It'll fester, and then it's nothing. Also, do you do you go through your son's drawers? I go every through that nigga every everything. Moon? I go through that nigga phone on a regular. They don't do that shit on a White House. Yeah, Monty, we know about you. Yeah, yeah, we, I know we, where the fuck in that search we history. Through your drawers, nigga. You ain't hiding shit. But they don't do that. They don't go through the drawers. They don't even when they're putting. You know, they don't put clothes away. They just put it on their fucking bed. I have I have a ton of what you know. This yeah. made and it, you know. That's when you I hate get saying this shit because I sound like I sound like that. I have tons of white friends. Right, right, right. So I've been even. From a kid, so that's like, where you I've get this. Hey, fuck you, mom! I hate you. Get out yeah, of my room. It's also discipline too. Like, why are you allowing your children to throw tantrums like that and shit? Like, he at some point in ass. life he thought it was okay to handle his problems by popping niggas or just being aggressive and violent. There's some reason why they grew up thinking that shit. Because my son, I beat the shit out of him, and he know that. Right. I don't allow him to disrespect me like that or mm-hmm. fucking hate it here, mom. No, none of that shit. I beat your ass. Talk to me about that if you want to. Just you know, right. so like it's discipline. Say, like, go somewhere to fuck that, else. I think these white people they do go through their kids shit, and when they find. They don't. They don't know how to handle it. They don't. No, they do. Yeah, they I don't know if they go through it. They and they don't, they don't whoop that they ass. Don't. And they definitely they don't. don't whoop that ass. I whoop that they ass. They don't whoop that ass. Yeah, no. Cameron, I'm on your ass. ass. It's, it's in a fucking. It's, it's an agreement. Everything's Bro, white people, white people believe in personal like space. Said, white people are real. Mom, white people are real big. White people are real big on personal space and giving that to their children. Do you see? Hold on, hold on. Perfect example. Do you see how they treat dogs? Like kids, kissing them in the mouth. That's all I need to say. I don't even have to say anything else. Like that is like the. Did you see how they treat dogs? Imagine how they treat their children. 
You you see little three year olds on the floor <laughs> screaming and shit because they can't get a toy or something uh, like that. Like I my son, I beat that nigga ass in the store. I took my son right. to the park, my nigga. They had this little white boy nigga literally at the dog park, nigga spread out, nigga on the ground, nigga head on the ground, everything, nigga crying, just, ah, moving, yeah, not doing okay. shit. He's just standing there watching, like, bro, you know how many people, how many homeless people didn't piss? Yeah, yeah, he's expressing dogs. He's, he's expressing. Like like, hold on, and what's hold on. Still hold on. To agree with him to get him to get the fuck. No, 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 no. It's, he's, it's hold on. not a negotiation. You a hold child. On. Hold on. I don't need to negotiate up. with you at all. Hold up. He's expressing himself. <laughs> no, you treat him like a fucking adult. Like yeah, his opinion he matters. And, it and as a black yeah. parent, guess what we do when we see that I'm shit? I'm whooping his ass. I'm his ass in front of everybody. As a black parent, guess what we do? We see the white kids do that shit. What we do? We look at our kids oh, first. Like, I, I wish the fuck you would. I wish the fuck you would. Better yet, better yet, my son look at me like, nigga, you see this nigga? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he tripping. My mom, my, my mom taught me to pinch. It was a time we went to the grocery store and I didn't get it talking to before we got that car, right, nigga. Right. Like, I right. got warned every time. Don't ask for shit because you ain't getting <laughs> nothing. Nigga, put your don't hand, even look at that put motherfucker. Your, put your hands in your pocket. <laughs> we coming in to get shit. this, this, and this, and we're going home. Right, right, right. Go ask for shit. Ask for I was working. what it was. I was working in Moraga, right? This one Caucasian family residence. <laughs> they had the audacity to tell me I couldn't work between 11 and 2 because the boy takes his nap. Nigga, fuck his nap. And, and, you, and you fixing they house. You doing something for them. I'm working on their house. I so said, you know, you paying me for these hours, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you? That's big, you big lunch from eleven. So you, so you give a, me sixty hour. You give my cohort sixty hour. With a two hour lunch break, three, four. Oh, three. You get your, <laughs> other, you get your initial hour. That's, oh, that's crazy. Three, that's three. Yeah, three. What well, was wow. the hours yeah. again? From eleven to two. Yeah, I'm chilling. Big chilling. Big chilling. Because, because, so, so let me say something, right? Because the boys the take. Truck, they go to the house. We eat. <laughs> <laughs> to go to school. We get to eat and go to nap. It's not. It's not preschool. It's before that. So this boy, two, three, four years old. Yeah. Maybe he daycare shit. So, cause the thing is, it's good. Boy, you gonna be up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's nothing wrong with having a set time, some type of order in your house. If he takes a nap from that time every day, but, but on week, this, on you, this you day, you can't interfere that for a week. Yeah, yeah. On this day, <laughs> son, we have work being done on the house. But that's the sorry, big sorry, you're up. You're up. Sorry, but that's you're up with the big boy. Or you could try to sleep through it. You're right. That's the money they have. But or that's, whatever. Hey, but look, that's the money they have, and that's the route they wouldn't go to. Big facts. Through, True. To to you know honor little Connor because he right. didn't. You know because I mean? <laughs> hey hey because hey because when you told him little that blank. nigga didn't flinch, did he? You said uh-huh. you, you, know, you paid me for these hours. Okay, that nigga yeah. didn't flinch. Mm-hmm. That nigga was like, but that's ahead. but that's what I'm seeing whatever. is that they're negotiating with the child. Yeah, I'm not negotiating with. Yeah, I'm not negotiating with you, bro. Now, if you would have walked that nigga between eleven and two, he would have woke up. Mom, you know I need my Crack. dad. Connor was like, "That would have been on your ass." Connor was hella mad at Slim. And he put the blinds like this black motherfucker out here working. <laughs> <laughs> hey dad! Hey dad! Hey dad! Who's this nigga? Who's this nigga? He's keeping me up. He's keeping me up. <laughs> this fucking black guy. Well, on your ass, Slim. <laughs> the last time. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I got it. I got it. Hey, 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 Slim. His name's Slim. What kind of nigger is named Slim? <laughs> Slim. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, man. Connor's taking a nap. You know what I mean? <laughs> Connor's taking a nap. Go ahead, slam. take a break. 
And that's what Slim like. Hey, so I know this is random shit, man. Slim. Too How much many authority, times man. You have like a random ass white person actually they know somebody like famous because your name's Slim. They hear it, they're like, hey. <laughs> I've never got that. You know I've Big Boy? <laughs> like random shit. I've never got that. It's Hollywood <laughs> Slim, man. Nobody. Nobody's ever asked me that. But but look, it was something that Slim <laughs> said. In high school, in high school, all the, all the white kids thought I was uh, popping because Rue was my cousin. Oh. Oh, yeah, Rue was your cousin? I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> them white boys knew, them white boys knew Rue more than the niggas in the hood knew yeah, that shit crazy. was crazy like damn how y'all niggas know all that but shit but white people always knew the hypey music more than what the niggas did yeah, that is crazy they had to prove the niggas they was ghetto they was like oh yeah we, we, we're fucking we're down <laughs> we're dead. I got a wave cap <laughs> that nigga lived two blocks from me <laughs> you niggas is tripping bro good bro, god I'ma walk by the nigga sitting at the island and be like what's up bro <laughs> you niggas is tripping every fucking day him and AJ at the goddamn island shout out to real AJ hey, like, and yeah, that HD. shit popping up bro hey, really yeah. shout out to all of me shit ice yeah. city shit for sure um, you need therapist yes. or meditation no no no, no. I, mean, I think Slim had it right white people ain't gonna Therapy. work their kids I think I think in every school instead of having a counselor or just having a counselor you should have a therapist real therapy and I think they should have group therapy the kids need to sit there should be five kids each group therapy session, and they need to sit down and they need to just have a conversation. Because I also think kids need to see where each other are coming from. Mm. You know, it's not just because you also you have to realize you don't just live in your own world. And I think a lot of us suffer from that. Mm. And it's not because we right. want to be there; it's because the world just makes us feel like we're living by ourselves. You right. Know? I'm gonna take it even a step deeper. You need to have that nigga, the kid plus the parents. Mm. Reason why some of these fucking kids act the way they do because they parents. The remember, can literally. I've, I've gotten to therapy with my son together. Like facts. Yeah. Like you need that. How, shit. how was? Do you, you think it was a positive? I think it was necessary. Yeah. No, I think it was necessary because my son wasn't talking to me. Like he was just holding shit in and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, if you want to talk to me, we go talk to somebody together. Yeah. And we went to go talk to a therapist together because at the end of the day, I'm your support system. And if I don't know what you're going through, I can't help you. And then if I can't help you, who can? Right. I'm your parent. Yeah. Like I want to know what's going on with you because. I love you more than anybody else yeah. in this fucking world. Right. Hey, <laughs> like, so if anything that happens to you or if you need help with anything, I'm probably going to be the first motherfucker you call. So you probably need to relay it to me anyways. <laughs> but like I said, I love you more than anybody else in this world. So, of course, I want to know. Mm. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I'm going to be hurt if you're not talking to me. Like, what's going on? Right, right, right. Did that work for y'all? Well, I, I got some. I mean, some kinda, he said, he's still a little asshole, but not because he don't want to talk to me. No, he just a piece, he's, he's just a piece of shit. That's where he's at in his yeah, life. That's, that's where he's at in his life right now. Yeah, but he knows. Like I tell him all the time, like when he do something at school, you can't be that. lying to me. Like you got to be honest because I can't save you if I don't know how to save you and shit like that. And I, right. I like you know everybody. Follow me on Instagram and shit. Y'all know, like, I treat my son like an equal. You're not entitled to shit. I don't owe you nothing. Don't nobody else, especially me as your mother. I still don't owe you nothing. You're an equal ass person. You still gotta work for what you want and what you get. Right. You know, and like, and he know. You know, I, I tell a nigga all the time, just because you want this and you're not getting in your way, I don't give a fuck about you being mad. Why do you deserve it? Right. Do you think he was being honest in the therapy? Mm. Um, it took a long time to get him to talk. Like, I think it was like maybe three weeks of them just playing together and shit and like him just overhearing us talking before he actually opened up because it's also like an anxiety thing. He has to be comfortable speaking. Anybody has to be comfortable speaking to somebody, you know, and opening up and shit like that. But I think it's necessary. Oh, it is. I think therapy, period, is necessary. 
because it does help on all levels. You ain't got to go just because you got a son. It could be for yourself no. personally. It could be for family shit. And you, it could be career driven. Right. And it can be anything. And just because you go to therapy doesn't mean you're fucking crazy. Right. I think people right. make it so frowned upon like something wrong with you because you got to go talk to somebody and that's not even it. Like some people go to therapy for the simplest reasons. Like and they just can't ma- like maintain with their normal day to day, you know, and like not everybody has the same mental capacity either. Some people go to therapy and got the sick bro like i got two psychology degrees just to fix myself from all the trauma that i have in life you know so like that it helps it's changed me a lot and i feel like everybody should be going to some type of therapy because you're not all okay as okay you seem right now you went through some shit and a lot of that shit is suppressed unconsciously and you don't even know until you tap into it and that's why you act like the asshole you act like right now and don't even know it Damn, she felt that in her heart. No, you know, I didn't. I, 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 like, I, I went to school. I went to school for 10 shit. years for that. Nigga, I've been 10 years in that shit for that she shit. She talking like, to somebody. That's what I said. She nah, felt that in her nah, heart. It's in hey, general. Hey, 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 bitch-ass nigga. I hope you heard this. You do. No, every single thing know, you do right now stems from something in childhood that you may not even be aware about and it's unconscious. The way you respond to certain acts, the way you respond to certain like physical touches and shit like that, or the way you even process things, your morals, all that shit comes from something in childhood. And you're not even aware of that shit. And a lot of that shit's untapped and unconscious, and you need therapy to touch that. Like me, for the longest, uh, I was anti-therapy, right? I thought it was a white person thing. I thought you was weak if you went. this, this, This is how it legit felt. But I started realizing that, like, just how if I fall down the stairs and break my arm and my ribs and my knee, and then I have to go to physical therapy, to recover it could be the same thing with mental you know what i mean people could go through things and have mental issues been might might have been broken mentally or emotionally and you need therapy to repair it you know what i mean and i this is something i just i just got this whole concept of that or just having somebody to talk to right. outside of your social network. I mean, therapy is... That, that's so important, but, just to have somebody to vent to. But that's yeah. what I was going to say. Right. I was like, you know, people, they don't necessarily just go to therapy sometimes to talk to issues. Some people just pay for therapy just to have somebody to talk to. Right. Yeah. Same way, like, people exactly. pay for hookers. Like, I just right. don't want to talk. Yeah. I don't give a shit about having sex. I just yeah. need somebody to talk to. Like, right, 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 right. I think it's considered a white person thing because it's just not so accessible by people all the time. Like, the cost for the hourly, you know, insurance it's, and shit like that, like, that's why it's considered a white person thing. But I think there needs to be more resources medical. for minorities and people of color because so, that's not right. Yeah. So, I'm going to, so I'm going to, the way I grew so, up, if somebody uh, said they're going to therapy, we probably would have laughed at them. Exactly. Well, so, that's why I said I'm going to, I'm going to, Hold you on that because this ain't the white people's fault on this one. This mm. this is our fault. Mm. This is a, us as a culture's fault. It just in our like, culture, go to church, pray on it. Man, if, first of all, I am a God fearing man. I love God, all that, all that shit. But God, I, I believe that God doesn't do shit for you. You have to do it yourself. Faith without work doesn't mean shit. So free will, man, bang <laughs> right there. So you can pray on it whatever you want, but if you don't do the work to make yourself better, it doesn't fucking matter. Facts. But uh, Therapy, we've always been taught that if we can't control our emotions ourselves, that we're weak. So it's always been suck that shit up. Like, or why are you crying? Or mm-hmm. nigga, get that shit together. Or you shouldn't be why feeling like that. No, but so is this good or bad, right? Because when, when, when I came, this goes back full circle. We was just talking about how the world then got soft. So is the world getting soft or is the world waking up? What's going on? Because both is true. Because we're up. both okay. is true. The reason why I say it's true, both is true, is because one, we are waking up to past it that we realize is fucking stupid, and we realize no, we need to change this. How parenting, your mindset, what you eat, how you move, sure. what makes you shit think like that? that the world is waking up. 
I'm missing that part. Well, I'm just saying, which it. one is we it? We just talked about therapy just now. Yeah. The world is what the world is. Because I was raised on suck it up. Yeah, I was raised on, I'm not trying to hear all that. But now, look at it. X amount of years later, we're talking about, nigga, it's common almost to go to therapy. Before, nigga, that wasn't common. Everything that's happening now is a part of the beginning of enlightenment. The world is waking up. We're going to have our mistakes. We're going to have our crazy point. shit. Because you have a whole bunch of people who are free thinking. So, of course, everything's going to be wild and out of control and all over the fucking place. Mm. Because everybody right now is starting to have a mind of their own. Right. We all don't have the same fucking mind. Some right. of our minds are wild, bro. Right. So, of course, everything's going to be out of this fucking world right now. But that's where it starts. You know, the free thinking. So now we're questioning shit. Right. Should it be like this? Should it be like this? So once you get enough people questioning the status quo, then we can start to steer it in the direction it needs to go. Right. But it starts how it is right now. So I mean, I mean and we might not see the change that we want to see in our generation, and, you know, while we're alive. Yeah. But our kids will probably well, we see that shit. We've seen the start of it. Yeah, but we've seen the start of it. That's why I said our so, kids will probably see that shit. Like, so, and that's, but see, that's I don't cool. want that's no soft, emotional kids. No, I don't. But the weird part no. is like, what, no. what you talking about? I don't about? want what, that. But what, yeah, what, what makes you soft and soft? emotional? What is demon soft? Like he can't like sit there and crying? take something coming no, out of No, crying person. don't make you soft at all. Let's just check no. that off the list no, no, first. No, no, I'm not saying that. I've always been a crier. Having control of your emotions is what makes you strong. Oh, no, facts. Like that's the thing. You can cry. There's nothing wrong with crying. Yeah. But if I if I fail right here and it hurt bad enough, oh, I might I'm cry in front of all of y'all, bro. I'm like, what <laughs> are y'all niggas? Like, I'm not gonna oh, try oh, to nigga, tough you it crying? up. Oh, nigga, you crying? Yes, nigga, I'm bleeding. <laughs> Fuck y'all niggas. If, if it hurts bad enough, bro, I ain't gonna lie. If you a parent, nigga, you step on a Lego, nigga, at two o'clock. Oh, you crying? Hurts. You crying, nigga? I'm Molly's not the couch. there yet, but Molly, that day is coming. And you gonna step on <laughs> hey, them fucking Legos? I'm Peter Griffin. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So, but even then, like, I, I didn't lost a lot of people to violence. I cry. I'm not a person in a funeral trying not to cry or at the high. You know, some people do that. No, that try to suppress it. No. Uh, crying, I think, is important. Now, what I'm not for is dwelling on it. Yeah. Cry. Yep. Couple Agreed. days. You know, lay down. You know, go through your motions. Get up, process. cause life goes on. I'm not a big fan of this. You've been in a dark space for six years. Come on, man. Come but on, I man. Also, but wrap I also that think, shit up, bro. Wrap, wrap that shit hold up. On, hold on. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. I also, I also think that's something you have to learn, and that's where the therapy and everything comes in. Everybody doesn't have that gift to be able to just get over. I shit. think when you get to the that's point where you see Everybody you're still stuck on it, it. <laughs> you yeah. feel like you see, or I'm not progressing, or I'm still, I'm having a hard time getting over it. Then seek help now. That's what I'm saying. Everybody doesn't have that gift to be like, oh, like I say, I'm stuck. Depression, my nigga, like, is something. So different. that's where everybody is depressed. In. Like, in some form, everybody is that's depressed. Like I've been there, but that ain't some shit you can get out of it. That's just some shit you just can't just. Nigga, really when was you nope. depressed? Like real shit. <laughs> <laughs> see, you ain't even know. This nigga was around me, didn't even know. Real shit. I was but depressed. That's, that's the flip side. Wait. <laughs> you said that's We've the flip side. We've been turning up for the last ten years, nigga. We can't be claiming the king. Right before the end. Right before the end, nigga. I'm 32, bro. When I was 21, I was depressed. Fuck what? I lost her. But all right, so listen, y'all. Are we confusing depressed with being sad? That's because these are other words I think with hey, this new day I feel like these and words like are being that. thrown out too so much what depressed, is the difference between being depressed and being sad depression mental health all depressed. these words I think are being overused in today's time six years uh, 
the same shit, nigga, you sad. Like, no, I think depression clinically is categorized. I think it's like 10 consistent days of sadness and like mm. feels of hopelessness and okay. shit. Like, I, I want to say 10. Sorry, I don't know because I should, but no, I like, think it's like 10 consistent okay. days. I, I'm going to say this on the mic. I'm going to say this on the mic. It's not like every other day. She went to school for it. I went to school for it. No, it's a certain amount of consistent days where you feel alone, helpless, sad, and like useless and shit. That's depression. We needed to hear that. Yeah, no, but that is what it is. Like, I'm not sad today because my nigga cheated or whatever and I'm good tomorrow. Like, you're not depressed, bitch. You're good. Nah, like, like nigga's dog. That's yeah. not what it is. It's consistent days <laughs> of feeling both, like, like that. For me, I've been diagnosed with depression. <laughs> that's a, oh, there's no, a said, difference between being depressed and then, like, just being sad right now. And I think I'm depressed because I'm sad right now. No, like, you've been clinically diagnosed with depression. You have that. Right. And, and to your knowledge, it's 10 days. It's like 10 days of consistently feeling useless, sad, like, down, unmotivated, and tired. Okay. You now, talking now, hella fast for a second? I'm... That's I talk fast. Oh, he googled it. I'm about to look up the actual surface. thing, though. It's right here. Right. No, the ten days. <laughs> no, but, but wait, wait, okay. Because this is something I really want to know, bro. No, no. I, I, so we got I'm shells. What, what you reading right there, Small? And then I want him to say what his diagnosis is. Dictionary.com. Therapy Reese. Sad and gloomy. Pressed down and situated lower than the general surface. Lowered in force amount, etc. That nigga. No, it's okay. So, how often have they been bothered by the following over the past 14 days? So, 14 it's days. in 14 days little interest or pleasure in doing things, feeling down, depressed, or hopeless, feeling f trouble falling asleep, staying asleep, or sleeping too much, feeling tired or having little energy, poor appetite or overeating, feeling bad about yourself or that you are a failure or have let yourself or your family down, trouble concentrating on things such as reading the newspaper or watching television. Moving or speaking so slowly that other people can no could have noticed or so fidgety or restless that you have been moving a lot more than usual and thoughts that you would be better off dead or thoughts of hurting yourself in some way. That is depression. 14 days 14 of that. 14 days of that, okay. consistently feeling like that. Right. Now, now, what was how did your diagnosis go in I mean, your experience? I got that shit pretty much from my, me going to therapy. I've been going to therapy since about, like, December. Okay. So, like, my childhood was crazy. Right. So, it was a bunch of shit that always, like, you know, kept in for hell long. So, but... You know, after a while, that leg just popped, and I just couldn't emotionally handle that shit no more. Right. So I went to therapy, and I understood, like, my mood swings to be changing. Like, nigga, like, depression, my nigga, it steals your joy. You can be chilling right here, nigga, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're feeling sad. You're down. Everything in your thoughts are just negative. Like, you're not who you are. You're not sucking in. You're reserved. Like, that shit takes a lot and, and, and try to get your mind back in, in the present. Cause that's what you're doing, like nigga. You're taking yourself out of the present. You're not thinking about the future no more. You're probably thinking more about the past, but you're locked in this weird ass quicksand that, like, if you move too fast, nigga, you're sinking. But if you stand still, you're not sinking as much, but you're still stuck. Right. So that's how it feels until you can find your your motives of getting your ways out of it. So that's why one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is why I'm like getting out. This is like a shit. damn near like it's a therapy. Outlet. Yeah, outlet. outlet to mm -hmm. just get Dope. shit out instead of being so reserved because like. I don't play basketball no more because that's mm -hmm. how I really used to let out. That's that's why I told you before, like years ago, I mean, not years ago, X amount of podcasts ago, like that's the only time a man can literally be free. If you notice that, like that's the only time you can yell, scream, cry and never be judged. Mm. If you notice that. Now, can I ask a question? Mm. Can addiction be a form of depression? 
Yes, yeah. it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. Now, yeah. is it every time? Because here's the thing. No. Not all the time. No, it, so might, cause, not, cause, it cause, might not be because of depression. You might have just an addictive personality. And it might be And you could be addicted to anything. I could be addicted to fucking porn. You know, like, it, and that's not, still is a that, form it, of addiction. But is that depression? Yeah. It's not a depression. Right. Okay. It's it, just an addictive personality. Right. You can okay. become depressed over it. Be, be, yeah, because like, fuck, man, why I keep watching all this fucking porn? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not depressed because I'm watching hella porn. I just got a problem. No, but like David said, it could become it could become depression. It might be depressed yeah. when I watch porn. It could become it depressing. Be. You're depressed because you're watching Why porn. Why the fuck are you depressed watching porn? Because you because you're watching porn. Because I need to have a real you one in my life. For a new move, nigga. Fuck, nigga, nigga. See, Mike. At the age you at, you should be looking for new moves like that. You should be good. Well, well, see, well, the reason mind your business. I'm trying to keep it going, nigga. The, the, the reason I asked that. Kids? Right. No, go ahead, Molly. I asked that because I used to sip syrup, right? Oh, I, I haven't sipped syrup since COVID hit. Because it cost too much. Oh, no, yeah, I couldn't yeah. get it. I, I didn't <laughs> want it. When, when COVID hit, um, you sip syrup? They that, started limiting it because everybody was coughing. Clean, they couldn't clean. give it to I thought he was clean. I wasn't going to say that. Listen, but people used to always try to say it's a form of. No, I was that. very, very, very happy. I yeah. sipped syrup. Because you choose to. It was fun. It felt good. It was. It, I was in a very, very, ple- it wasn't a dark, I wasn't running from nothing, you know? And I think people, just like I know people that do drugs. Now, some people are. Some people are coping. But I know some people that like to snort powder. They're not depressed. Yeah. Pause, no, pause for a second. Pause for a second. Before, I'm not coping. <laughs> before you say that, <laughs> I just want to say, I want to touch on that. Just because you do drugs, don't mean you some does not mean you're depressed. Yeah, your some life was fucked up. Some of us just like to do drugs. But we live in a world. That's what I'm trying to get at, man. But we live in a world. It's like oh, social. You'd be they think everything's a negative thing. It's a coping mechanism. Some people. Dave smoked weed. He got anxiety. Like, that shit but just that, copes with his anxiety. You know, like, doesn't make him addictive fault. or depressed that's also, because of that. But right. that's also not their fault because there are a lot of people that do do drugs because they are coping with it. I get that. But also, a lot of people don't want to take prescription drugs because you take one drug and it causes this issue. Now you need to take this drug to help that issue. And it's just an endless domino effect of prescription drugs. No, like, we that don't shit talk is not about, always we don't for talk us about, either. We don't talk about opioids enough. We don't. Like, that shit is mad fucking addictive. And some people fell into that shit on accident. Yeah. And you need a band-aid because now you need another. Thing. Right. I used to... Opioid specifically is like that. Opioid specifically, yeah. I used to take all day. I used to take ibuprofen after practice every day. Nigga, right. shut up. That's not an opiate. That's, that's fucking... That's, oh, no, I'm talking about eight, the 800 milligrams of shit that I would get it from died, the doctor. If anything, that just fucked your liver up. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, facts, <laughs> probably. I break it down sometimes, you feel me? He was snoring the ibuprofen. He was snoring the ibuprofen. Hey, but, but no, I, I wanted to touch on that, man, because I know in my experience, yeah. I was working 12 hours a day, six days a week, and I only sip serve once a month. So, like, that's 12 times out the year. So, completely. Yeah, that's right, the difference, too. That, when he woke up, he could still function without it. He didn't need it. Yeah, yeah, but but I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, dude, though. Like, for me, it was like, a, okay, it's the first, it's Friday. You know, I'm a, I got an eight ounce, I'm about to pull a five. I'm going to give me some food, watch the game, relax. I, I work. 
I got my own shit. I'm just chilling, man. I ain't nobody's running nobody from nothing, bro. I don't owe nobody no fucking money. <laughs> your Mind your fucking business. Nigga, I'm doing uh, what I'm doing. Priorities yeah. is in check, nigga. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nigga, all, I'm doing what the fuck I'm doing, All my bills is paid. Mind your fucking business. I'm just trying to relax. Yeah. I, I don't I don't drink. You niggas just drink. Not saying people Fact, here. No, no. We, but people we that drunk. used to try to judge yeah, me. You bro, niggas just getting drunk every day, bro. Stop pointing at me, my nigga. You know what I mean? No, I'm just saying. I ain't supposed to be I ain't talking about niggas here, nigga. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm also not coping with nothing. I was putting no camera in here. You had to point at me. There's more alcohol on the table. That nigga mentioned some that nigga mentioned some hard drugs and put it straight directly. There used to be people coming trying to have talks to me, bro. That drink is smoking every day. It's like, come on, how the fuck you talking to me? And I pull up a three or a five or something once a month. And every time I see you, you sipping do say. I've never talked about Molly <laughs> sipping habits. Yeah, nah, this, this is not directed towards I'm Slim, I'm I'm fucking around. We can't tell. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, I, you know, so I wanted to point that out there, though, because every, everybody that's, that's doing true. drugs doesn't mean they're depressed or they're running. For, but a lot of people are, though, and we and we do get that. Some people yeah. like the high hey, and then get addicted think, to the high. Think about what, so what, what brain surgeons, I worked in hospitals, and think about think about what doctors take, people who, surgeons. They be on Adderall and Coke. I don't know. You got to stay, stay, <laughs> stay up and you got to focus. That's what Adderall does for How you. How many niggas did heart transplants off powder or some kind of Probably pill? Probably a lot. Honestly. And what's successful at it though right, right. is they needed it. Right. Still dangerous. Uh, nigga did a heart transplant. <laughs> but probably a lot. Yeah. you sip syrup and you're a bad guy. Yeah, it was, you know, he used to be, it, it, it used to always be like a, a bitch guy. or something. A bitch who just, again, an alcohol bitch. I know you, bitch. You smoke and drink every day, but you try to come over here and talk to me about some goddamn cough syrup. Then I'm, you know what I mean? It, it used to get weird to me. You dig what I mean? And I think, the shit that was weird to me was when doctors would talk to you about smoking cigarettes and you'd see them niggas outside after smoking they did your... Uh, smoking the shit. So, <laughs> you'd be like, what nigga, the fuck? Did you just ask me if I smoke cigarettes and that was bad for me, nigga? Do not ask me if I'm an active smoker if the nigga's gonna check me out and smoke cigarettes. So look, going off the the, the oh, depression no. thing... <laughs> I'm not... You don't even know my business, nigga. Right. Fuck you. Thanks, nigga. I'm not sure. Going off what she just read, I'm... Not sure, but I almost feel like I've never been depressed. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I've been sad. There's nothing wrong with that. But like 14 days of that, being upset I, I've never depressed. experienced that. Hold on. I also want to say there's also nothing wrong with not having to go to therapy. Right. I just want to also clarify that. There's also nothing wrong with not having to go to therapy. Yes, if you are able... If you don't need it, yes, bless. Yes, do not judge anybody that's going. But if you are able to cope with your own stuff, if you're able to, you know... In, and also, talking to yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. As long At as all. you don't answer your yeah. own fucking questions, you're fine. <laughs> but, but as long as you're able to cope with yourself and you're able to bring yourself down from being angry and you're able to sort through your own problems, there's nothing wrong with not going to therapy. So being... So saying that you've never been depressed. And maybe I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think like that. my saddest moments, but like I, I could say again because I've I've gotten used to death. I'm usually past that man, in like five days. Man, that's so sad. Bro. You know, like yeah, after like part five of us days being from Oakland, bro. That's yeah. sad. I mean, yeah. that's it. That's it. I still miss them and think about them, but the whole I'm you're numb to it. The whole being bro. sad yeah. and down. You're numb to after it. After like yeah. four or five days, I, I've accepted that they're gone. You dig what I mean? Um, Sometimes I, I maybe a breakup in high school. Something maybe maybe it was a girl. But I don't know if I went through you 14 days. One. It's fucking midnight, little bitch. Key sleep on the couch. Shout out to Molly. Thank you for uh, joining us, man. It's a pleasure, bro. Uh, 
what I'm saying? You know, love and light, positive message for the night is uh, get money. Get money and stop being racist, man. <laughs> you know, if you see a black person, you don't love them. You know what I'm saying? And if you white, stop being a hater. Shout out to y'all. Love and light. Have a good night. <laughs>